Welcome, fellow thinkers and movie buffs, to The Study Pipe. I'm Zach. And I'm Andrew. Together, we're here to ignite your intellectual curiosity and delve into the fascinating world of film, current events, and thought-provoking topics. That's right, Andrew. Our mission at The Study Pipe is to create a stimulating haven for film enthusiasts and curious minds alike, offering in-depth analysis, engaging conversations, and a warm sense of camaraderie. We specialize in unearthing the hidden gems of cinema, exploring the artistry and complexities behind your favorite movies. Our passionate discussions go beyond the surface, examining themes, symbolism, and the intricacies of filmmaking. But we don't stop there. We also venture into the realm of current events and other intellectually stimulating subjects, providing fresh perspectives and insights that will challenge your mind and spark lively debates. By joining the Study Pipe community, you're not just subscribing to another channel. You're becoming part of a vibrant tribe of like-minded individuals who share a love for film, a thirst for knowledge, and an appreciation for meaningful discourse. So come, pull up a chair, light up your metaphorical study pipe, and let us embark on this captivating journey of discovery together. Don't forget to subscribe now and become part of the Study Pipe experience. We can't wait to have you join our conversations. Awesome. So today we are going through the, I guess, most anticipated movies for the remainder of the year, 2023. Yes. And uh, most most anticipated based off of the same Rotten Tomatoes 2023 article that we read. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, per Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't know, maybe they are missing quite a few f- films. Yeah, so if we did miss your most anticipated movie, The Witch Hunt will be directed at Rotten Tomatoes, not at us. Amen. So I think kind of where we're at, right, end of April, going into May, the first one here is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. What do you think? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm really I'm, I'm excited. I know it's not like cool to say that you're excited about an MCU movie especially right now with everything that's going on. But I really like James Gunn movies. I really like the first two Guardians of the Galaxy. I cannot wait to see this movie. Yeah, I do not want to see this movie. (laughs) I'm not excited for this movie. I do not think this movie is going to be good. I am... I I mean, I don't think I'm fed up with the MCU. I just... Volume 2 didn't do it for me, man. It really didn't. I mean... The third act with ego and all that, it I just I wasn't vibing with it. You know, I appreciate James Gunn, kind of, kind of. Um, you know, Suicide Squad was was all right. It was pretty good. I mean, I dug it for what it was, but I just I don't know. I don't have any hype for this. Oh man, I know I, I that love there. <laughs> I know there are people who are are totally going to be like, what is this guy talking about? Uh, especially some of our closest <laughs> friends, but I can't vibe with it. And I think, you know, as we go through this list, what is, I don't know, what what can be fun is whether we think critics are going to be, you know, into the flick, what the users are going to think, like the user score on Rotten Tomatoes. And then whether we you know, think we'll like it. So, you know, given that, where do you think critics <laughs> are going to fall? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess, uh, you know, just to really hit it home, we kind of buried the lead here, jumping first into our movie. The, this is going to be a, a segment that we do on an annual basis. So if you don't like it, you have another year to skip this episode. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Gip. Yeah. And so what this is going to be is Zach and I are going to go over a list of movies that are going to be coming out for the year. And we're going to be predicting whether or not the movie is going to be fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, and what the audience score is, if it's going to be rotten or fresh, and then whether or not we think that we personally are going to like it. So for this one... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to keep track. We're going to keep score. And Andrew doesn't know this, but he's about to find out right now. The loser... So whoever is completely off or is the most off from critics and audiences alike, (laughs) the loser has to watch a three-film 
marathon selected by the winner. And if I win, I'm picking the shittiest three movies <laughs> I can think of that are just torture or three movies that I really like that I know you don't like, but you oh, have to watch them or something like that. Oh, man. There's so much. Three only... movies. I mean, at least that's six, seven hours. That's a work day of your time going to be eaten up. So pick carefully. Choose carefully. And then I will do one brother better. If I win, I'm going to let the audience choose the three movies oh, okay. you have to watch. <laughs> I got to watch Guardians of the, the Galaxy yeah, Volume three, 3 three times, times in a row. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, no oh, beer either. Sober. <laughs> yeah, sober, no beer. Okay, so where do you think critics are going to fall? Uh, I, th- I think this one's open and shut. It's going to be fresh. I think the audience is going to be fresh. Um, and I think I'm going to love it. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it'll be fresh. I think audience fresh. I will see it, but I do not think I'll like it. But I would be happy to be proven wrong. Now, is this going to be part of the score? Like, what if I if I say I don't like it and I end up liking it? Do I lose a point? No, no. It, it's it if So I'm saying, you know, I, I don't think I'll like it. But if I do like it, it's still a point against me. It means I'm wrong. All right, fair enough, fair enough. You know, you have to, it has to be all three, I think. All right. All right, so next up on, on the list here is Fast 10, Fast X. I don't know what they're calling it. I, oh, uh, Fast and the Furious I'm not 26. a part of this family. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not down for it at all. I'm not hyped. <laughs> yeah, I remember... <laughs> Going way back to high school, we were talking about like Fast and the Furious Four. That's how long these movies have been going on. Yeah, I mean, it's there has to have been like kids who've grown up, you know, went to high school, college, worked forty year career, got retirement, <laughs> collecting social security at this point. Yeah. They just they don't know anything but Fast and the Furious. <laughs> All they know is like launching cars into space. I guess duct tape. <laughs> spacesuits although you know anyone who's listening i i like that sequence of the last movie (laughs) i did i did i mean i'm talking a bunch of crap but i I did enjoy that sequence the first one right they were still were they still in vcrs i can't remember (laughs) i haven't seen the first one in a while you know it's impressive how far they've they've come you know, we yeah, talk I mean, a lot of shit, but it's like the modern day James Bond, you know, just movies that have been going on forever. Yeah, it's like mixing, I guess, James Bond, Mission Impossible with like street racing. <laughs> <laughs> it works. Yeah. Universal's <laughs> collecting checks. They just they, they bring a villain in and then the next movie that villain's not part of the family. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, John Cena, um, The Rock. You got a bunch of wrestlers, I guess, who've appeared now. And then you got uh, Momoa coming up, right? I like him. Former Conan. Yeah, I like Momoa. He's got that charisma. I like it. Yeah, although in the trailer, he seems a little goofy, like a little corny. And that's kind of what's turning me off from this one. But we'll see. So Rod and Fresh, where you at with it? I'm going to say fresh, fresh, no. Because, I mean, I will say there are sequences I really like in these movies, but every time I watch a Fast and Furious movie, I, at the end of it, I feel like I'm like, what did I just do for the last two hours? Yeah, and sometimes that's a good thing, though. Sometimes you need that. But, yeah, I I enjoy a lot of, like, stupid action movies, too. So I'm not saying that, like, you can't like these movies or there's anything wrong. I'm, I'm not going to be elitist like that, but... I, I just, when I get out of it, I'm like, I'm not sure I wanted to be here for the last two hours. There, there at least needs to be something you take home, you know, something, some nugget of wisdom or, or something that impacted you in the slightest that you, you carry on. For oh. me, it was duct tape, spacesuits, and a rocket <laughs> launch for the last one. So if they're able to replicate something like that, then. I might dig it, but 
I think it's going to be rotten from the critic standpoint. I think audiences will love it. I think it'll be fresh. I don't think I'm going to like it though. That's where I fall on it. All right. Yeah, we agree. You know, I do take something from it. every time I get out. I'm like, I need to call my parents. It's a lot of talking about family. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> family. What's my dad doing right now? I need yeah. to talk to that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Next up, I guess, is Little Mermaid, which there have been a lot of vocal critics, haters on the interwebs. Um, don't I? <sighs> You know, I don't know. The live action remakes that Disney has been pursuing, I don't think they have a good track record so far. So I'm like not optimistic. And I like The Little Mermaid. I like, you know, the original. I think it's awesome. But I just, I feel like they've been dropping the ball. Man, this is a tough one. Uh, I mean, there's a lot... We we saw the the trailer dropped and all the dislikes that were just spammed on it, and I don't want to get yeah, into what, any of that. So on <laughs> on YouTube, how many dislike? One point eight million and three hundred thousand likes. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, so obviously this is getting dragged into a culture war that's way beyond my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, and it's unfortunate too. It is unfortunate. People need to be able to justify whether or not a movie's good or not without based on how they feel politically at the time. Yeah. It should go into open mind and, you know, judge it based on the merits of the work that went into it. Yeah. If you can't escape a movie theater, which in a movie you can't escape anywhere. Yeah. I don't know though. Javier Bardem is, um, you know, what is it? King Triton? Is, what, yeah. What's the name? Is, is that his name? <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I watched Poseidon, the little... <laughs> the yeah. ocean, whatever. I watched the Little Mermaid on repeat when I was a kid. So I probably saw it 150 times by the time I'm six. I'm not sure I've seen it since then. But it's going to be a big nostalgia hit for me for sure. I'm really excited about this movie. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy is uh, Ursula too, right? Yeah, and I really like her. Yeah, ever, she ever, goes ever, hard, man. Every movie yeah. she, she has, yeah, especially like Spy. That was a great movie. Oh, that was that was a low key great movie. <laughs> yeah, Did not but, even expect to like that. No. Went in and I was like, damn, this is good. <laughs> Spy, yeah, man. Wow, that was a good one. That, that had some jokes that just hit, hit yeah. super hard. Hit. And I don't, I, I feel like everything I've watched her in, she's committed like all the way. You know what I mean? She cares. Oh, she's a true professional. She's a professional. So, damn. I mean, I don't know if I'm changing my mind here after talking about <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, but you got I, Javier Bardem McCarthy. I, <laughs> Come on, you know Join I. I Join I'm, me. I'm, no, no, I'm, I think it's going to be rotten. Critics are going to call it rotten. I think audiences are not going to like it, and I want to like it, but I don't think I'm going to like it. I, you know, I think I'm using uh, I'm using Peter Pan that just came out and has a a fresh tomato reader uh, tomato reading and mm-hmm. a rotten audience as a barometer for this film. So if, if that new Peter Pan can be fresh, and we are, we know that. I mean, you saw the the trailers. People are even, they're not even going to see the movie. They're going to say it's rotten, regardless of whether or not it's bad or not. Yeah, they're going to review bomb it for sure. Yeah, like it doesn't stand a chance. But I, th- I think it's going to be good. It's got a great cast. I don't, so I don't know how how Barry's like- going to be, but you know, I'm sure she's going to be great if she won the casting. So you sounds like you think it will be fresh, but yeah. user rotten, but you're gonna like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a sucker for mermaid movies, pirate movies, Odyssey cool. movies. Okay. I think Disney handles them well. She can sing too. Um, so she's probably gonna kill all the all the songs. She seems like a really like sweet person too. I think she like when she was in the Oscars presenting that award, she said yeah. that like that sweet person energy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I could see it. I hope it does well. I mean, she probably worked her ass off for it, you know? Oh, 100%. All right. The next here is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which is going to be awesome. Probably (laughs) a 10 out of 10. The first was incredible. Probably the best Spider-Man movie they've made ever. 
Yeah, I would. Uh, you know, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, that it's one, better. Maybe, I mean, Toby's my Spider-Man, of course, but like that movie was the best Spider-Man movie that's been made. Sorry, I said it. That it's if it's not, it's close tie. It's close behind Spider-Man Two. Oh God, I knew you were gonna. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew you were going there. Uh, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Spider-Man 2 is great. Uh, that's, that, that's nostalgia. I, I grew up on those movies. I'm, I'm biased. I'll never be able to leave those alone. The power of the sun in the palm of my hand. <laughs> yeah, when he's, when he's yeah. looking at his like, electronic arms, he's like, listen to me now. That was powerful. I like all the memes with uh, Dr. Rock, <laughs> and it's like, you know, the baby's crying. And it's like my mind drowning in the river <laughs> when he's telling him <laughs> to throw, you know, the, the fusion... Um, yeah. I guess the mini sun at the end of the, the film it's like drowning in the river. People oh, yeah. have really put. I really actually all like the whole Toby trilogy. There are so many memes that have come out of that. Oh yeah, I'm something of a scientist myself. Yeah, hey, it even made a, a comeback in what is it? Far from home? Was that the last one? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was it Far From Home? Is that the third no, one? Uh, no Way Home. Mm, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, he uh, he brought it back. Willem Dafoe, man. He's a boss. Yeah, we should do an episode just on Willem Dafoe movies one day. Oh, my God. Yes, we should. The man <laughs> deserves it. There's just, just a lot of, like, I don't know, like uh, some minds. To move around on that, you know, just uh, like the Boondock Saints, about what you and I used to do that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been he's done some crazy stuff. So I think we both are fresh, fresh. People are going to love it. We're going to love it. Spider Man right, past the, the Spider Verse. It's going to be a banger. If, I feel like we should each have to watch a marathon. If by chance that movie's rotten. <laughs> like that's I think that's fair. Certain, that's how certain I am that this movie's going to be fresh. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be awesome. Now, this next one, I think it's going to be straight garbage. <laughs> Transformers Rise of Beasts. Oh. Maybe I'm just not the target audience anymore. No, I'm just I'm not vibing. I'm trying to think, how old were we when the first Transformer movie came out? With uh, Shia, yeah, with Shia, we had to be like fourteen. No, I felt hmm, I feel like maybe fifteen, sixteen. No, I don't even know about that. Maybe I mean, fourteen. Fourteen seems a little young. I feel like we were too old, though. Even when the first one came out, to be that audience. Really, I felt like the first Transformers, like everyone, was hyped. I remember, like, you know, adults kids teenagers like all across you know the spectrum people were about it yeah so and it slayed man the first transformers was awesome but it got a rotten did it was it yeah. officially rotten <laughs> officially rotten man, what the hell's rotten tomatoes <laughs> <laughs> uh, those guys. right <laughs> no i um yeah i like the first didn't I, you know, second was okay. I didn't like the third. Haven't really been invested in, you know, Bumblebee and the Mark Wahlbergs. I can't, man, Mark Wahlberg, he's so hit or miss <laughs> with me, and it's hard for me to get behind a film he's in lately. It just is. I, ever since I read about his 9 11 comments, I'm not going to get into it here, but I just. Yeah, he essentially guy. said if he was on one of those planes, <laughs> it, 9-11 wouldn't happen. Yeah, be, I can't watch be, a movie with that, with that guy. There'd be a pool of blood. Yeah. That's, five, seven. For anyone who's listening, who's like, there's no way he said that, Google it. You will be surprised. And maybe your opinion of Mark Wahlberg will be shared with us. You'll think oh, he's yeah. a silly goose. Right. <laughs> there's worse crimes than that he's done. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot worse um, that he's done to uh, <laughs> yeah. dislike him for. So he just he hasn't redeemed himself. 
No. <laughs> At all. So Transformers Rise of Beast, I think it'll be rotten from the critics. I think audiences, I think they'll dig it, but I don't think I'll like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, to agree with you on that one. I think it's going to be, I'm, I'm pretty certain it's going to be rotten. Um, I'm right on the fence. I'm going to say audiences are fresh. I don't think I'm going to like it. But I think if I was like 12 years old, I would love that movie. Yeah, I think that's fair. So yeah, same with uh, Fast and Furious too. If I was twelve, I would be like, "Yeah, this yeah. is the shit." This I don't know, best. man. You might, you might. I know, I know. We're both gonna see it, so you might well, be yeah. surprised. <laughs> that, that should be a rule. Any, any movie on this list, we have to see. Yeah, we have to yeah, see yeah. all of them. Yeah, you know, I mean, we, we have to verify we whether we, we were right or or not about whether we thought we'd like them. So. The next is uh, what Pixar's newest film, Elemental. Oh man, how far? I don't know. I saw the trailer. I I think the animation it's thrown me off. I don't think it's the animation like immediately threw me off watching the trailer. Left a bad taste in my mouth. It it left the worst taste in my mouth. I love Pixar movies. Like, Mm -hmm. could not have a higher opinion of a studio and how they do film. Uh, they they started off with such a string of great movies, you know, just going from Toy Story One, Toy Story Two, Bugs Life, uh, all the way up through Wall-E, The Incredibles. You know, even Cars was great, and I, they, you know, I liked the Buzz Lightyear movie. I know a lot of people didn't like it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah, and but you know, you watch this trailer; it's almost like. It's like if someone were to use AI or ChatGPT to come up with a Pixar movie, this is what they get. So what it's it's about so in a city where fire, water, land and air residents live together, a fiery young woman and a go with the flow guy discover something elemental, how much they actually have in common. I wonder where that that's going to go. Wonder what you know, the overall theme is. It, it seemed like uh, like an animated version of "Look Who's Coming to Dinner" with like Sydney Poitier oh, okay. back in the day. Yeah, you know? I could see that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I mean, honestly, like the, the idea of that, like what we're just talking about it now and not watching the trailer, I think that's a a really powerful message to bring to a kids' movie as well. So I'll probably, you know, I'm probably going to end up being wrong when I say I don't like it. It's probably going to come out and I'm be like, wow, this is one of the best movies of the year. Because Pixar usually makes one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. You know, I think you're exactly right, actually, because I think, well, I think that it's going to be rotten. Critics are, are going to, it'll be in the 50%. I think audiences aren't going to like it. And I think I won't like it, but if it does have a message like that, I think I, I obviously would come around to it. I, I think, you know, I'd walk away saying, wow, you know, like soul, you know, they did soul and that was a great movie. Oh, soul was great. It, you know? And honestly, like when was the last time Pixar made a bad movie? What cars three, maybe. Yeah. They were, I'm pretty sure that one, they're obligated to make that movie and continue that franchise. Yeah, I mean, it makes some money. There's a whole land <laughs> it's in California right? for it. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to Spaceballs. <laughs> yep. Merchandising, merchandising. Exactly. Make the car's lunchbox. Yeah, I mean, they have the whole themed land. You, you know, everything. It's it's insane. Yeah. So, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to say fresh, fresh, fresh. I talked myself into it. I changed my mind. Okay. All right. I respect that. So elemental. Um, all right. We, we have some disagreement there, but that's good. This next one, I think Otherwise we agree on. <laughs> whole marathon weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next one, I think we both agree across the board. It's DC's The Flash. Ezra, I guess uh, the movie has to be so good that they did not shelf it <laughs> and get rid of that 
that guy, um, you yeah, know, they, he, they, they threw they threw Bat, the Batwoman movie just straight into the closet and really never. Yeah, no Ezra ever. Miller, I mean, running around. He's I don't even know what the allegations were, but crazy he's, news cycle. But he started he started a cult in like Greenland or something. I wow. My yeah. gosh. But, you know, the trailer has Michael Keaton back as Batman. That is awesome. I didn't think I'd ever see that again. But, you know, in a, I guess the timeline we live in with all the different Spider-Mans, never say never, right? Exactly. Yeah. And right, Michael yeah, the, Keaton, man, he's going to yeah. kill it. He's going to kill it. I, he was training for this with Birdman. He was bringing it back. Yeah, that, that, he was, was finding just, that voice. <laughs> For uh, sure. That was 100% an audition for that movie. I mean, not really, but yeah. And I really yeah. wonder what, like, is there continuity from this new Flash film into what James Gunn is doing as the new head of DC? I don't know. So I don't I think did, so, right? I did a little research, and uh, there is. It, it seems more like um, Gunn saw this as a jumping off point for the new DC universe. Okay. So he very explicitly, when he came out, he gave his uh, his speech to the DC fans. He said, "This the Flash movie is going to reset the DC universe," which kind of, you know, spoiler alert, if you just think about the logically what that means, because this is a uh, the Flashpoint uh, retelling, which is where Flash runs so fast he goes back in time to attempt to stop his mom from being murdered. And in the event of doing so, he has some butterfly effects down the line and basically just causes the whole universe to be upended. It, you know, I can see why Gunn would just run with this. This is a great way to just upend everything. Yeah, level the playing field. Yeah, man. And in this, you get Michael Keaton as Batman, you get um, Supergirl, right? She's in the trailer. She yeah, looks cool. Supergirl looks awesome. I, I saw that Zod is back. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't know if you're that familiar with like the modern use of uh, Supergirl in like the comics. Where I'm not. Yeah, it's been a minute since I was reading up on it, but I'm pretty sure it, it's much darker. You know, she basically watched her entire planet get destroyed. She's not as hopeful as Superman is. She. Spends a lot of time in like, uh, you know, medical facilities for mental health. Oh wow! Uh, just, yeah, just it's kind of a mess. So it's a it much different take on the character. Clark, I mean, Clark Kent is a boring character. You know, I'll say it. You know, this optimistic, not often discouraged. So I'm I'm down for that. That sounds super interesting. And it's um, how do you say the guy's name that directed it? It's uh, Andy. Is it? Muschietti, is that how you say it? Muschietti, I think. Yeah, he did. He did, um, he did it, he did right? It, didn't he? Yeah. 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 yeah these, he, uh, you know, he killed those. It was great. He did the the movie Mama. Mama was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was that was great. Yep. Yep. So I mean, it's if in he, good hands. Yeah, I have respect for this guy. I think he can make it happen. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, that agree. was you know that's another guy that came under the wing of Guillermo del Toro and. We've seen like a whole slew of directors come through under his wing and to win best director. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah. Flash. I think it's going to be good um, across the board. People are going to love it. Critics. We're going to love it. Next up. Asteroid city. Oh, this is, I think you're what? It's, most anticipated. This will be my most anticipated. I'm a big Wes Anderson fan. Love Wes Anderson movies. I'd say I am too. I'm probably not as big of a fan as you are. I mean, I, I dig him, love him. Grand Budapest is one of my favorite films of all time. Um, but that's not to say that, you know, I'm not excited. I'm, I'm super excited. Oh, yeah. It's not a competition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, I'd win. <laughs> yeah. No, you would. You would. That's what I'm saying. You would for sure. You love him. I like him. I'm, I flirt with him, you know. You're trying to put a ring on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Yes. I know what he brings to the table. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm about it. <laughs> so what is this about? Do you know off the top of your head? 
Uh, yeah, so I do. It's, I mean, obviously, it's going to be like a, it's an ensemble cast. Uh, it takes place out in the New Mexico desert, and you're flirting with themes of like a, a UFO showing up, a uh, space camp happening at the same time, and all these events are transpiring out there. And so, with that being said, you're going to be having your typical. Um, it's basically you could think Grand Budapest Hotel, but instead of having the 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 purple and red palette, you're going to be having the the orange of the desert palette. Mm-hmm. And they got some people in this man. I mean, the usual bunch for sure. But I see Brian Cranston is going to make an appearance. That's cool. About it, Maya Hawk. Oh yeah, uh, our boy Willem Willem Dafoe. <laughs> of course, he's a usual suspect. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, then you have a. Uh... What's kind of interesting is that you have Tom Hanks at the top of the cast. I know, man. Tom Hanks. That that kind of not in a bad way. I was like surprised. Like, okay, cool. And Mr. I, Hanks is is in the mix. And I, I can only imagine that's because uh Bruce Willis had his uh, condition, his speaking condition. Was he tied to like being involved? He, Was he tied to the film? you look back to um Moonrise Kingdom. And mm, yeah, that's right. Yeah, good yeah, point. And Wes Anderson typically goes back and dips from the you know from the same well. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he would have been involved in in that role instead of Hanks. But I'm ready to see Hanks in in a film like this. Yeah, I'm looking at some people that aren't that I wouldn't ex- normally expect to be in his movies. You got Matt Dillon. Um, okay, Matt Dillon, Steve Carell. <laughs> Very nice, yes. Yeah, I mean, you got the, uh, Margot Robbie, who wasn't mm-hmm. in the trailer, so I think the, the suspicion, and I hope this isn't a spoiler, is that her and Edward Norton are going to be the aliens. Wow, that'd be cool. Ed Norton, he's already like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I mean, I, I could not, like, it, you know what you're going to get, and Wes Anderson. That's true. He isn't. He isn't trying to reinvent the wheel. He he doesn't have to. He invented this type of style for the mass production. Yeah. He can live yeah. in this and, and just master it. It's almost yeah, like watching a stop is, motion. Yeah, you yeah, he's he's in his element. This is what he does best. I think it's gonna be great. He makes great movies. I think everyone's gonna love it. I'm excited. The next one, I think the worst well, we aspects. Of, so we're, we're both uh, fresh, 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 right? Yeah, fresh, fresh. We both think we're gonna like it. Um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be super surprised if audiences don't like it. Yeah, I, I would. I couldn't imagine audiences not liking it. Every once in a while, for for some reason, he gets like a Life Aquatic with Steve Zoo type of mm-hmm. critic response. Yeah. So, so they, it's like they just have to sacrifice a Wes Anderson movie like once every eight years. Yeah. Maybe that's like his blood offering to keep making films, yeah. you know, but we already <laughs> got the, they already did. They already did that to the French dispatch. So this is going to be like, I love French. <laughs> I love I that. Love it's it. one of my favorites of this. Yeah, it was great. That was, that was a great movie. It was really okay. Good. The next though, this one, I mean, the worst aspect of fandom, <laughs> The worst corners of the internet, people will be jumping, roaring, raving <laughs> lunatics. It is Indiana Jones 5, Battle oh, no. of Destiny. Yes, Indy's back. He's 98 years old, doing drop <laughs> kicks in Taekwondo with dodging the bullets. I saw the trailer. Dodging bullets. He's dodging them. Um, I love indie. They could make five shitty indie movies and I'd go see every single one of them. I love Harrison Ford. They could kill him and I wouldn't be upset. I would see, I love, I love the property. I love the, the character, the universe they've built, whatever. I, I'm buying the ticket every time. I think I'm going to love it. 
um, I think critics will dig it. I actually, you know, they, they didn't like the fourth kingdom of the crystal skull, but, uh, I think this one will pull it off. Um, but I do not think users, you know, the audience is going to like it. I think people are going to review bomb it, tear it apart. It's going to be, oh, you know, but the, you know, I, I agree with you hundred percent, but the critics did like above the crystal skull. Did they? That was fresh. Wow. But you're right. The audience had trauma. The audience rating yeah. is, uh, is that is rotten. Um, that was before that was before review bombing. <laughs> so no, yeah, there's well, that, people logging in 15 years later saying, "I hate yeah. this movie. <laughs> I hate this damn movie." You know, and I like I, I just kid by the Crystal Skull. You know, thank you very much. I get in arguments with people all the time. I'm I love watching someone get in a fridge and get nuked. That's super cool. <laughs> it's hey, why you jump the shark. Crazy. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm about it. I liked I like Crystal Skull. I I appreciate when Spielberg came out and said, "Hey, you know, we're doing you know the first ones like '30s movies and." He's talking about how we're doing a different generation with each film. And Crystal Skull is, you know, 50s and you're incorporating the sci-fi of that era. I appreciate that. I'm excited to see what yeah. a new director does with it. Yeah, man. I think... James uh, Mangold's a G. I think this he's one's going to be... Oh, yeah. He's really good. He's really good. Yeah. We were going over his movies before. And it's in great hands. Um, the cast Dude, is Ford great. Versus Ferrari? Logan? Oh, no. It's great. Yeah. No, he, he's, 310 to Yuma, walk the line. He's a heavy hitter. Even Wolverine. Was it that yeah, bad? the Wolverine in Japan. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no, no, it's, the movie's in great hands. I, what I think this is going to, what's going to happen, I think you're going to agree, is this is going to fall prey to the same type of crowd that's not going to like The Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. It's going to mix over. like. Yeah, and they're going to justify it with the the crystal skull or whatever they want to justify it with, but they're they're going to come in with their hate their hate hats on like from day one. They're not really going to give it a chance. Yeah, it's going to be brutal. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> a bloodbath. Yeah, which oh, you know people just need to go in and be happy that they're getting some Indiana Jones skin. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, like how how many people are really watching Dia Jones like four times a year? You know, we need new content. Yeah, we're, we're lucky to have Harrison Ford still alive. What is he like ninety eight? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's still going hard, man. And uh, <laughs> I'm happy he's back. I'm happy he's doing another one. Um, I hope it's good. I hope people love it. I just feel like they're gonna come out. They're gonna review bomb it. It won't be good enough. We'll see. You know, I have, so a little you're, side, you're, I have a sidebar question real quick. Now that we're on Harrison Ford, we're on Indiana Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think I think there's going to be a large crowd that, you know, people like watching Indiana Jones. And they like watching Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford's just great on camera, you know? Yeah. And so a little sidebar question. Let's not get too deep into it. But do you think if they didn't kill off Han Solo in the new trilogy – that just having his presence in the second and third movie would have changed how people felt. About the the Star Wars sequel trilogy? Yeah. Like if they did not kill Han Solo. Yeah, like if, if he Han appeared Solo was in, still Yeah, if he was still mucking around in the you know in The Last Jedi and he was out there uh, you know going out to, to raid a rescuer and a Millennium Falcon and Going up to Luke yes, Skywalker I think and being it like, hey, you're being a bitch, I'm smacking him. <laughs> I think it would have helped because you did not really get to see the characters reunite. I mean, you saw Han Solo and Leia, but Luke did not reunite with Han, you know? And I, I, I think... I, yeah. I agree. I think if he was in the rest of that trilogy, it, it would have improved it. But... That's a whole rabbit hole. We should do a whole episode <laughs> about how much me, someone who has three Star Wars tattoos, absolutely despises the sequel trilogy. 
<laughs> yeah, me, me who's watching you get three tattoos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, Indiana Jones, please, James Mangold, please. I my faith is in you. You're gonna do it. I know it. The next is like a, a complete flip in genre, tone, scale. Um, Insidious, the Red Door. Oh, now we're getting into your neck of the woods. Yeah. Horror is my uh, my forte. Oh, man. Well, I will let you start this one off then. I think it's going to be super dope, man. I do. I think um, I think it's been... Well, how long has it been since the last Insidious movie? It's been a couple of years at least. There's been some breathing room, I feel like. So... You know, it's good um, to come back to this world, I think. I'm, I'm excited. The trailer looked cool. Um, you know, I, the, what was the last one? What's, what's the up? last key? What's, what's the last key? Was that the last one? That sounds right. Yeah, I think that's right. So you have the last key. At least we see what the key goes to now. We get the red door. That's right. Last key to the red door. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think. Um, I'm just excited to be back in a, a series of films where the mythos, the mythology, you know, the astral projections and all that. It, it's to me, it's it's a fun playground. It's a cool sandbox to be in, and you know, I'm I'm all for it. I don't know that it's going to be you know the best horror movie of the year, or even the best of the last couple of years, but I, I do think it'll be entertaining enough where. It'll be fresh. People are going to dig it, and I think I'll dig it. So this is Patrick Wilson's first uh, movie as a director, right? Is he directing? He is directing this one. Oh, man, nice. Yeah, dude, I love Patrick Wilson too. I feel like he's so, a like a good guy. Like he is a good guy yeah, within yeah. The, the business, the industry, you know, like an honest broker. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I think you and I – also very nostalgic about this guy going back to Watchmen. Yeah, I was afraid you're going to say that because <laughs> he killed it in Watchmen. He did, didn't he? I That's think that, a little I bit of a separate. crush back then. <laughs> I can't separate him from Watchmen. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's it, man. But so be it. I'm not ashamed. You, you know, it's when you see a. I feel like when you see an actor come in for that first time when they're directing. And especially on like a film franchise with a group of people that they've been involved with so much, we really see like an increase in quality. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think that's right. And I don't, I don't know if uh, he'll be enough to, to move it in that direction of positive, but I think mm-hmm. the fans are going to love it. Like if you're an Insidious fan, I feel like you're going to really want to see this one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that, that's a good point. Like the personal investment, he's been involved in, you know, all the films before. Um, he's probably carrying something into this as like a passion well, yeah. project, you know. I'm looking right now. He's never directed anything besides this. Nice. That gives me, wow. That actually kind of hypes me up a little bit more than I was. <laughs> I know you, man. You're you're the biggest horror fan I know out of anyone I've ever met. Damn, I really want this to do well, you know. <laughs> for him, I, for, for I, him. I agree with you. I, when I see when I see Patrick Wilson or something, if it's something like TNT or something, I'll try, I'll just leave it on. You know, yeah, out of respect. Yeah, give the man his flowers. <laughs> give him that bouquet. All right. So what 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 are you calling it? I think fresh across the board. I'm gonna. I'm going to say a uh, rotten, fresh, fresh. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to put a, I'm going to say it'll be like a 58%. It's going to be close. You know, Beyond 58% on a horror movie, that's like an 80% for any other film. Yeah, that's true. Horror gets beat up, man. Oh yeah. It's a punchy bag. I don't, There's a lot I don't of people like why. me. A lot of people like me watching through their fingers. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm the worst. That's, that's probably why. Take me to a horror movie. I'm like, I'm gonna go get a soda. Back in the yeah, hour. let me uh, <laughs> go to the bathroom for the fourth time. You know, I gotta go. I gotta go pee. 
Yeah, I still Can see you go pee five minutes ago. <laughs> I still go with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. Insidious, the red door. I'm super pumped. Patrick Wilson directing. Hell yeah. The next one. Who man, this might be in my top three most anticipated. I don't know. Maybe it's close. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, oh. The Goat of Stunts, Tom Cruise coming back again, going hard. It's uh, part one of two, right? Yeah. It oh, man, you know, you said it, and when we were going over the list the other day of just the movies for the year, you know, just kind of checking them off and so we could start to think about what we wanted to, to rate these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, we kind of each gave our like three most anticipated movies of the year. And neither of us said it at the time, this film, I think we both, when we went back through the list the second time and saw that movie, we we're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why? Like, it's, it I mean, it's hard. There's some heavy hitters on this list <laughs> yeah. that are coming up. Um, but it, I mean, top five, at least for sure. I mean, I'll be there opening weekend. I would say top gun was top three last year. No problem. Yeah. And man, you just gotta, regardless of all the Tom Cruise and what you think about his life and any of that kind of stuff, you know, the guy is the best actress star to play it right now. He is a, He's the definition of a professional in his field. Yes. Take all the the personal stuff out. He is doing it with 100% effort, showing up day in, day out, caring about what the audience is going to get, killing it. Yeah, I mean, he's doing it. He's making good films that people want to go and see. I mean, Top Gun, man, Maverick, made over a billion dollars. 1.5 billion. It's insane. Yeah. If it wasn't for Avatar, that would we would still be talking about the Top Gun box office and how it saved film. That's right. I mean, people were talking about it all the way up until oh, December. Yeah. No, no one thought know? that. No one thought it was going to make more than four hundred million. Yeah, that movie was so well done. So, is Mission Impossible? You thinking to break that billion dollar threshold? Get up there near Top yeah, no Gun? No problem. No problem. I hope so, man. I want him to just keep making them till he's like Harrison Ford, 90 years old, outside, you know, holding on to a plane, maybe even crashing planes like Harrison yeah. Ford does in real life, you know, all that. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in the movie, that in Mission Impossible 15. I, you know, I hate to say it, but I think he's going to die in one of these stunts one day. Man, probably he does. He's doing what dirt bikes off into <laughs> off you know cliff. off cliffs with parachutes. He's sixty years old, and he did it like eight times. You know, he crashed like eight dirt bikes or whatever, trying to maybe even <laughs> yeah. more. Man, I have to like you know take a breath when I go into the gym. I'm like, all right, we're doing this <laughs> right. And he's like, all right, give me another four bikes. I'm gonna crash four before lunch. <laughs> He, and I'm going to go learn how to fly a helicopter. Did, did you see that making up when they're, they're doing that scene? And the director was like, I don't think we should do another one. I'm worried. Tom Cruise like, just gave him that like dust stare. He's like, we're yeah, doing he's this. like <laughs> back down, boy. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what I'm about. <laughs> yeah. I think fresh across the board. Oh, easily. Yeah. And I, I think this will be the first Mission Impossible movie to break a billion. I think they're all, I think the last one, let me look it up. The last one made $791 million. Nice. They deserve to make more, man. Those are so well done. Yeah. he. I mean, he really revived that franchise. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, they did so well that they were better than James Bond over the past couple entries. That that franchise is why J.J. Um, Abrams got the Star Wars movies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, can't wait. All right, <laughs> next one, Barbie. Oh, yeah, what do you well, think? I'm excited. This looks good. I'm excited too. I think it will be fresh. I think critics will dig it. I think audiences won't understand it. That's going to be my bold prediction. I think that the movie is not quite what we all think it's going to be. I think the trailers are misleading. I think it's going to be something that – Maybe it's like over the top or out there. 
and people are going to, you know, complain. People are going to yeah. not like it. It's a, it's a heavy, well, I mean, you can, you can see it from the director's right. This is a, was it Greta Gerwig? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yep. She makes good movies. She's great. Yeah, she does. Um, yeah. I've liked all her films. And, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking this has got the Nolan effect with the trailer where you only show the first act in the trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which because, is smart. Uh, which is smart. Because this is very definitely going to be a Barbie in real life world, like movie. And the humor is going to be about her interacting with real life people, but having come from a Barbie world. And so... I think everything we saw in the trailer is just from the first act and people are going to expect us this Whoville type movie is not going to be that. Yeah, I kind of get that vibe too. What's that one uh, movie with Tyra Banks where she was, wasn't she a doll when she came alive? Wasn't it like a Disney movie way back in the day? Yeah, it's Life Size. Is that what it is? Life Size? (laughs) Yeah, back in 2000. Yeah, that kind of film. I wonder if they're going to go that route. You know, yeah. I mean, she like I was listening Lindsay to a podcast. Lohan was in that. Was totally she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tyra Banks and Lindsay Lohan. I have fond memories of that movie. <laughs> Being like eight years old, watching that. So she, her, and her husband, and her husband, um, is the guy that directed uh, was an Airborne Toxic event with uh, Adam Driver. Oh, okay. And so they they wrote these screenplays in tandem while they're in like lockdown during the pandemic. And uh, I don't know. I just uh, the humor, like happy go lucky vibe, was like what they showed in the trailer. I, I agree with you. I feel like there's a big curveball coming that we don't know about. It's a bait and switch, man. Yeah, because I know Ryan Gosling was a hard no on this movie until they they showed him what the rest of the film was going to be like. Hmm, intriguing. Intriguing. Yeah. I so I think it'll be fresh. I think people are not gonna vibe with it, <laughs> but I think I'm gonna vibe with it. I agree. I agree. I agree. I think uh I thought you thought it was gonna be fresh across the board. That's uh, yeah, I, I was I was wrestling at the time. I'm so, I'm gonna stick with my initial, I'm gonna be a fresh across the board. I think I think people appreciate it, but man, there's this, this could be the one that makes me have to watch that marathon. Yeah. <laughs> could be. I think, could uh, be. I think like we talked about before, I think this is going to have to be a part one. Yeah. <laughs> How, what, yeah. what month are we in right now? Uh, <laughs> I don't, yeah. When's Barbie supposed to come out? We're getting yeah middle middle of the year July, <laughs> yeah. a couple months in. All right, so yeah. the last film then, All right, the, last so the last film that we will talk about, which is I think my most anticipated film of this year, Oppenheimer. Oh man, Nolan's back, it, yeah. baby, and he's back with special new Kodak IMAX. <laughs> film made just for him in this film (laughs) i'm about it it looks incredible i have like a special place in my heart for the manhattan project nuclear energy and weapons in general um i'm super excited to see this on the big screen i'm super excited to see it in imax i think this is going to just blow people's minds you know he built his own atomic bomb and blew it up for the movie <laughs> yeah. you know or something like that you know yeah, some this, this equivalent. yeah but yeah and no of course this is a this is a top three for me as well it's easy top three nolan makes great movies yeah he does he, he's he is as certain as he can be man and, and i agree with you i mean some some background on the manhattan project right it is the most intensive project of intellectual development that we've had as a human race, arguably there's 130,000 workers at the peak. 
They spent $2.2 billion in 1942 money, which might as well be all the money we have in the world right now for inflation. <laughs> yep. Like, that is an intense amount of human intellect being put at one specific type of device. Yeah, and, you know, the stakes were so high, right? There was a fear that Germany was going to get the bomb before the United States, that, you know, there were scientists who came over who, you know, escaped basically Europe at that time and got recruited over the years into the Manhattan Project. Einstein wrote a letter you know, about his concern with a nuclear powered Germany in the future. It, it's a huge, I mean, one of the most profound, you know, moments in, in the history of civilization is, was the creation of this weapon that still dictates global Everything. politics to this day. Everything. It's the first time that we reached into the hat of technology and pulled out a ball of yeah. technology that could destroy everything. Yeah. And the thing too that I, I think is going to be really interesting about this movie is, you know, Oppenheimer and like not the later part of his career, but like after the Manhattan Project when they were going and investigating, you know, the creation of um, basically, you know, the fusion bomb. Um, he was kind of like against it. And there was a. I'd say like a witch hunt that really got him his security clearance revoked, oh. you know, and he was like an outcast for a portion of time. And and actually in December of last year, the secretary of, of energy for the U S issued somewhat of an apology, you know, about how his security clearance was revoked and, you know, basically said it shouldn't have been. You know, so th this film is going to explore, I think, you know, what he did, but also the the reservations he had after the fact, after the creation of the bomb, which I think is very interesting. They don't really teach you that in school, you know, growing up. It's just yeah. America got the bomb. We won World War II. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. Hooray. <laughs> but it was very nuanced, you know. That was the... Yeah, the, the 54 security hearing where mm -hmm. he got basically just thrown over the and handled, but it just tossed aside. That, yeah. that guy was, this could be a very interesting movie. He, I was, I was thinking back to like a book I read back in college about him. He was upset with one of his professors when he was going to school and poisoned him. Wow! Yeah, and like it was like it was it was well known. It was like uh, you got caught and, and like admitted to it, and then he was uh, supposedly having like an extramarital affair with this lady. G, uh, was it Jean Tatlock? Who's good in the movie? I saw her as a uh, uh, Florence Plu. Uh, Plu that's how you say her name, right? Uh, and, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. There you go. And uh, pretty sure she commits suicide before the bomb's committed, like completed. Wow! So. Like it, he was going through the ringer during the entire time of that development, not to mention the stress of having that type of weapon that you're developing. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's going to be epic, man. Got to see it on IMAX. Like, of course, opening weekend. True IMAX, too. Got to find a, a true IMAX screen <laughs> okay. for that. We got one in Arizona. Yep. A couple here in California, but. Um, There's none in San Diego, right? I don't think any in San Diego. Not I mean, true. I think I have to go up north to LA to, to that's see. So weird. It. I know San Diego. <laughs> Get an IMAX, come on, guys. I know. Maybe I should do a GoFundMe for an <laughs> IMAX. We want IMAX movies. We get the Padres. Let's get IMAX now. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So you think fresh, fresh all across the board? Oh, easy. That's, that's yeah, up there that's with easy. Uh, you can't bet against no one. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Oppenheimer. That's a good one to end on. Now, 100%. I mean, there are several left to get through. We only <laughs> yeah. made it through July. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to do a, a part two on this, but, you know, others that are coming up, the remake of The Exorcist. Ooh. I'm a huge horror <laughs> yeah. fan. I love All it. The, the Oscar Wonka, bait. Napoleon. Oh, yeah. It's a bunch. Yeah. It's a good year. It's going to be a good year for film. 
I agree. We're finally getting back over the kind of like the downturn caused by the the pandemic. You know? Yeah, we're, we're finally getting back into the full swing. Yeah, the box office is like returning to 2019 numbers. Exactly. You know, 18. Hopefully it's some passes too. I'm, I hope so. Thank All you, right, James Andrew. Cameron. I think that concludes <laughs> this episode. Yeah, we'll continue part two very shortly. Thanks for tuning in, peeps. Thanks, Until guys. Until next time. Like and subscribe. That's right, baby. <laughs>